Uh, I want to I talk about this idea. We're, we're kind of starting this new series called Next Level. And what, what we're kind of talking about in this series is, is just kind of going to the next level that God has called us to go into. Like, I, I think we can be thankful for what God has done in the past, obviously, and uh, great things God has done. But I, I just believe this, that God, God usually calls us to live on a journey, continuing to move forward, continuing to step into new things. And, and tonight I want to maybe talk about something uh, to get to the next level that's maybe not thought about all that much. But I want to talk about joy a little bit, you know, like not, not just joy at Christmas time. But I, wanna, I just believe that joy is actually necessary for us to grow in, in our faith, for us to live the life that God has called us to live. And, and, and I think that sometimes we can just kind of look over it and just ignore it as this isn't that important. I mean, I need, I need to step into great things that God has for me. But I really believe this, that to continue to move forward, we need to have joy in our lives. We need to remain confident. We need to remain faithful to what God has called us to do. And I believe that joy is actually necessary to continue to do what God has called us to do. And I'm just going to give you off from the top where I'm going to go. Usually I don't do this. I'm kind of a mysterious person. But yeah, I'm going to do this tonight. I'm just going to tell you where I'm going to go. Three things. So first thing is joy is a choice. Joy is a choice. Joy is an anchor, and joy is a weapon. Scary, right? All right, I want to read this passage. Nehemiah, you you may have heard this this passage read before. You heard it said before. And I just want to look at the last sentence right here. It says this, Don't be dejected and sad. It says this, For the joy of the Lord is your strength. For the joy of the Lord is your strength. And I, I don't know about you, but... Uh, when I read the Bible, what, what I love about God's Word is that uh, I can read the same passage over and over again, and, and God continues to reveal new things. I continue to get new revelation. This is just how God works. This is how the Holy Spirit works. The, the more we seek Him, we just begin to understand Him, and, and we find Him moving in our lives a little bit more. And as I was reading this passage that I've heard over and over again, I, so, something just kind of stuck with me that I, I want to talk a little bit about. But can we pray first before we jump in a little bit more? Let's pray. God, I thank you for tonight. I thank you for every single person here. God, I, I believe that you've brought us here for a reason. God, that you've called everyone for greater things, Lord. So God, we, we invite you into this place, Lord. We, we just thank you for who you are and for what you've done, Lord. God, and I, I also pray for LeBron James. God, help him to realize going to the Lakers is not going to change anything, but he will continue to find defeat. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Anybody second that amen? No. Okay. Nathan just left. Cool. Hey, uh, I want to I wanna talk about this, this idea. Have you ever found something in a place where it didn't normally belong. Anybody ever found this? Like, you found a sock where it shouldn't have been. Has this ever happened to you? I remember one day I had this hoodie on, and I was wearing it all day, and I, I took it off, and I, I don't know what happened, but, but I had, like, these wool, these really thick wool socks that had been inside my sleeve the entire day. I don't know how it got there, but it just kind of found its home right there. 
And, and, and I, I don't know if you've ever done this, but as a kid, I remember I used to hide things in certain places to surprise my, my family. I remember back in the day, I used to take Legos. <laughs> I used to take Legos and I'd put them in my brother's shoes because I was the youngest and I had to be creative. All right. And, and so I would do things like this and just try to get my revenge that way. And, and, and I was thinking about this, and I kind of got reminded of a time a while back when I was in college. I had a couple of roommates at the time, and we had kind of this, this bigger room. The bubbly's coming up. Had this bigger room. Sorry. Had this bigger room, and there was like this living area with a TV and uh, couches. And I remember one day, I don't know why, but maybe you've been like this. There's like that time once a year where you're just like, I'm just going to start cleaning things. I, this never happens, but, but maybe once a year, I, I just kind of get in this mood. And, and I, I was really getting it this day because I, I realized I was, as I was cleaning things, like I, I even did the one thing that nobody ever wants to do, like lift up the couch cushions and start cleaning under there. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Because you find things that you never want to find underneath a couch cushion, like things that you just want, want to keep there and you hope you never know about. But I, I remember I'm cleaning this and there's the usual things, Skittles and pennies and uh, just a few of these things in there, but uh, I'm looking a little bit more, and I, I see this thing that's maybe a little bit bigger, like shouldn't be there. I'm not really sure how it slid in between the cushions, but ju just kind of looking at it, and it's kind of scary, and, and so you kind of get, get up close to it. I don't know if you've ever been in a situation like this, but I usually like to see if it's moving or alive, first of all. Like, if, if that's it, I'm not going to touch it with my hands anyway. And so I'm just kind of checking it, and then I do the poke test. And I remember it was like this dry, crispy feeling, like this, this white, brownish thing, and it's dry and crispy. I don't know how it got there, but just looking at it and a little bit terrified and Remember, I, I just had to go for it, so uh, I start to pull it out, and, and I realize that, that as I'm pulling it out that my friend who likes to go to Taco Bell quite a bit, he, he at one time got a cheese quesadilla, and it somehow fell in between the cushion and just kind of made a home right there. Like it was, it, it was like bent a certain way, so it was fitting in between the cushions and, and just kind of established there. It was almost like it, it, it belonged in this place. It, it, it just had this like weird shape, and you can just tell it probably had been there for a while. I, I don't really want to know how long it was there, but I just kind of was noticing that. And, and, and I had this thought where uh, I think that a lot of times what, what happens with our lives is whatever goes on, we just settle for where we are. Like uh, we face things in life and things come our way, challenges, difficulties, what we face them. And, and it's just like they, they form our lives a certain way. Like if you've ever seen something outside where the wind just has continued to beat it, it just starts to take shape to whatever has gone on outside. And I think maybe something similar happens in our lives where we just settle for whatever's happening to us, whatever situation, whatever, however someone hurt us, however some way things just didn't go the way that we planned, and we've just settled for where things are. And the thing about this is that this cheese quesadilla did not belong in this couch. Like there was no reason for this to be there. 
And, and, and I actually, uh, I don't know how, but uh, this is the way I think I was thinking about this. And I, I think that a lot of times what we do is we, we, we settle in our lives, even though we know this is not the place where we're supposed to be, even though we know there's something better, even though we know uh, we need to go to that next level. We've just settled here because of the, the situations, because of the circumstances, because of whatever happened in our lives. And I, I, I don't think it's a hard argument to make that every single one of us have settled for what's gone on in our lives at, cert- at some point in time. Maybe you know that there's this next phase. Maybe you know God has called you to something more. But, but I just believe this, that probably all of us have settled at some point in time. Rather than living the life that we want to, rather than living the life that God has called us to live, we've just stayed right in this place. Rather than moving and stepping into the plan that God has for us. And I want to talk about this idea because I think that one of the best ways to move past this is joy. Because what I've learned is regardless of, of who the person is, we, we oftentimes just settle. We, we just allow discouragement. We allow negativity. We allow certain things that have happened uh, to keep us here. And, and I just believe that uh, one of the best ways to continue to move forward is to choose to have joy in our lives. So I want you to understand this, that first of all, joy is a choice. Joy is a choice. Let me read this passage in James chapter 1, verse 2. It says this, says this, James says this, Dear brothers and sisters, when troubles of any kind come your way. I was just reading this, and I couldn't help but get over this, that James didn't say, if troubles come your way. It it actually says, when they come your way, meaning it's going to happen. It's not going to be completely simple. It's not going to be completely easy. You're not just going to coast all of the time. But it says this, that, that when troubles of any kind come your way. And I think that a lot of times what we allow ourselves to hold us back from living out the life that God has called us to live is we think that when, when we're doing things right, the wrong things won't happen. When we're doing things right, this shouldn't happen. But, but I've never found a place in the Bible or in the world, really, where that's true. I've just learned that troubles will come. Challenges will come. Air conditioning will not work sometimes. Troubles will come. I've just seen it over and over. It says, when troubles of any kind come your way, it continues, and it says, consider it an opportunity for great joy. Consider that terrible moment that doesn't seem to have anything to do with joy. Consider that an opportunity for joy. You see, I just believe this, that we have an opportunity to have joy in our lives, regardless of what's actually going on. I I think that joy is more than just, just the way we feel at that time. It's more than just uh, having this good feeling. I, I think that joy is actually something that we have to choose, regardless of what's happened, regardless of what's going on. We have to choose joy in our lives. And, and I think what happens, uh, the reason why, why we don't have joy is not, not that we don't want it, not that we don't 
pursue it, but I think that a lot of times what happens is we start to wish that we weren't in this certain situation, circumstance that we're in right now, and we start to think this way, I just need to get to this place, and then it's going to be better. I just need to get done with school, and then I won't have this stress anymore. I just need to get to this next phase in my life, and then I won't be dealing with this. And I just don't think that's true, because here's what I found, that the more I've actually got what I wanted, I actually have more stress. I actually have more difficulty, more things get in my way. I was thinking about this. Back in college, I remember, I remember thinking, I just can't wait to get to this next phase. I can't wait to just have my job. I can't wait to just get, get in the career that I want to. And I was thinking about this and some of the issues that, that I had and probably the biggest one and biggest stress that I was thinking about is, man, I have all this college debt. How am I going to pay this off? And I was just thinking, once I get to this next phase, it's going to be okay. And what I realized, I, I don't know why I just realized this, but that that debt's still with me today, and I have other things on top of that. Like, I'm actually in the place, I'm actually in the place that I've been pursuing, but now there's actually more challenges. Like, like trying to get rid of challenges is never the answer. I think that, that we need to understand that as we pursue God, as we actually get some of the things in this life that we want, there might be more challenges. We don't see them when we're looking at it in the future, but they're there. Or think about this, relationships. Sometimes we think, if I get this relationship, everything's going to be okay. And here's the deal, relationships are necessary. I believe that God created us to be in relationship with one another. I think we absolutely need them. But the thing about them is they're messy. The more we have, the more mess we have. The, the more challenges we have. They're, 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 they're probably one of the greatest gifts that we have, but it also has some of the greatest challenges that we face in this life. So the idea of thinking, I just need to get to this place and then I won't face these challenges anymore is ridiculous because the more we get what we want, we actually get more mess. We actually get more challenge. We actually get more difficulty. And I, I know this isn't encouraging at all, but I want want you to understand in those moments we need to choose joy we need to decide regardless of what's going on and how frustrated I am how disappointed I am we need to choose to have joy in our lives so choose joy number two joy is an anchor joy is an anchor the, the passage continues in James chapter one it says this it says for you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. It says, so let it grow. For when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. I think that God moves best when we choose to remain. I use the word anchor because I just kind of had this picture of uh, when ships are just facing 
uh, all these winds. Uh, they put down the anchor, and regardless of what happens, this anchor's supposed to keep them right here. This, this, this anchor's supposed to hold them steady. And I think what, what happens is we, we allow ourselves to uh, be moved by whatever's going on, whatever win, whatever challenge, uh, whatever pain, uh, whatever hurt we face. Uh, we allow that to move us in, in a place we don't want to go. And I just believe that when we choose to have joy, it keeps us in the place and in the promise that God has called us to live. One thing I, I've just learned learned to do, I, I'm, I, I happen to be a negative person most of the time. Like, like if I'm honest, I'm just kind of negative. Like I, I, I pull things apart. I get frustrated. I get annoyed. And I, I've just had to remind myself uh, I have to find, find ways to be thankful. Like I know this sounds like a cheesy thing, but, but I've literally had to write down at points in my life uh, just reasons why I'm blessed because uh, there's something about reminding myself about choosing to be thankful, about choosing to be grateful that just anchors me in the place that God has called me to live. Not, not allowing my situation, not allowing my pain, not allowing my challenge to move me, but just remaining anchored in the place that God wants me to be. John 15, 5. You may have heard this verse. It says this. This is Jesus talking. He says, Yes, I am the vine, and you are the branches. Those who remain in me, and I in them, will produce much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. I think that the Bible is pretty clear. God seems to use those people that, regardless of what's gone on, they're faithful. I think about the Apostle Paul always sharing his testimony in the books that he writes. And he talks about how he was in a boat. It was shipwrecked. He, he was thrown in prison. He was beaten. And they, they thought he was dead, but he just stayed alive. Like, like went through all of these things. And, and this is one of the most significant characters in the entire Bible. I just, I just think whatever situation that we think is holding us back might actually be something that's going to help us. So let me go back, actually, to that passage in James. It says, for you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. Meaning that thing that you're trying to get out of your lives, that situation that you want so badly to move past, that, that, that moment you, you just never want to be in again, I actually believe this, that God uses that painful experience to develop you and take you to another level that you never thought you could go in. For you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. Joy is an anchor. Number three, joy is a weapon. I'm going to go back to that passage in Nehemiah 8.10. And I just, again, just want to read that. And it says this, don't be dejected and sad, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. I don't know if you've ever seen that person or been around that person, but it's almost like their, their happiness or their joy is, like, contagious. Like, you, have you ever met that person that they just walk in a room and it's like everything seems to change? I, I just started to realize that something happens because their joy is just contagious. People can't help but be around that person. And I was thinking about that in this passage where it says that the joy of the Lord is your strength, meaning 
Your strength doesn't come from your hard work. I, I thought it was interesting that it, it didn't talk about that. It, you, your strength doesn't come from your ability to, to talk it out. It, it comes from your joy that you find in the Lord. And so I just believe so strongly a lot of the things that God wants to do has to happen through joy. It seems like something so easy to just look over, but, uh, but, but if, if this passage is clearly there for a reason, I just think this wording kind of seemed confusing, but I started to understand it that a lot of times what happens is we allow discouragement, we allow pain uh, to break us, we allow it to just put us in this place where we know this isn't where we belong, we know God has something more for us, but, uh, but I've just learned that as we choose joy over what's going on, I just believe God continues to move through us. I had this thought. One of, one of the, the, the things that I think Satan likes to do to, to distract you, to, to keep you down, to, to, to prevent you from living out the calling that God has for you, I, I've just noticed this, that if he can't keep you from following God, he's going to keep you from growing. If, if he can't keep you from stepping into your calling, he's going to make sure you're discouraged in that moment. And I just had this realization that one of the greatest weapons that we have against this enemy, one of the greatest weapons that we have is just choosing, regardless of what happens, I'm going to remain joyful in this moment. I'm going to be thankful. I'm going to lift God up even though I feel uh, like garbage right now. I'm just going to praise God. And I've just known uh, this has happened in my life that, that as I've lifted God up, regardless of what's gone on, regardless of what I'm facing, I've just learned that, that as I bring joy in my life, something begins to shift. Like something begins to move in my demeanor. I just start to see God move in my life. I just start to believe it a little bit more. Something happens when we choose to have joy in our lives. It just kind of propels us forward into the place and into the plan that God has for us. We need joy in our lives. We, we have to choose in those moments. God, I, I, I need you right now in this moment. God, I, I want to lift you up. I, I have to remember, God, you have a calling on my life. God, you, I have to have, hang on to that hope. Something just happens in, in our lives when we say, God, I, I don't enjoy what's happening. This hurts right now, but God, I choose to lift you up. I choose to have joy even though I'm not satisfied with what's going on right now, even though I'm disappointed, even though I'm frustrated. God, I, I choose right now. See, the enemy might try and hold me back, but, but I'm going to use this weapon uh, of joy. I'm going to lift you up regardless. Uh, I feel like everything's kind of taking me down, but, but I'm going to choose right now to continue to step forward, even though everything inside of me is going against that plan. I'm going to choose to trust you. Alex, if you want to come up. I, I was thinking about another, another weird situation. Um, I remember in, in college, I was at home for the summer, and I had a summer job, and um, one day I, I just remember waking up like super late, like two hours later than planned and, and, and just wasn't, was kind of freaking out a little bit. And I remember I, I was late enough that 
I, I literally, as soon as I got out of bed, I started running. Like, I don't know if you've ever done this, but uh, I just literally went, went straight straight downstairs, got, got clothes on quick, and just ran. Like, I don't know what happened, but, but I remember I just, just was going as fast as I possibly could. Uh, like, kind of a weird thing. And I remember uh, I, I, I usually run up and down stairs. I don't know, maybe not down all the time, because that's dangerous. But usually when I'm on stairs, I find myself running. I don't know what it is, but I was running at this time. And I remember I'm running down the stairs at this moment, and this was my house, so I know it. I, I did this all the time, but I got to the last few steps, and I just decided I'm just going to jump. Like I, I did this every day, and it was like the weirdest thing. I, I, I jumped off these steps, and I remember my feet just kind of gave out. It was like my mind was, was in this rush. I was in this hurry, but my body was still asleep. Like it just wasn't all there. I, it didn't hurt at all. I just remember uh, like my legs were just like, no, not yet. I don't know really what happened, how this happened, but I remember just finding myself on the ground. Like uh, I didn't even, it was just confusing. And then I'm just looking around thinking like, how did this even happen? I, I, I don't know if you've ever done this, but uh, like you're just looking and, and trying to wonder why in the world is this happening? Like, it's just kind of a weird moment I'm having. Like, I don't really understand exactly what's going on. And, and I've learned what happens, maybe, maybe not in a situation quite like this, but a lot of times what happens when we're taken out in a way we didn't expect, we spend more time thinking about why we ended up there than actually getting back up. We spend a lot of time thinking, God, I, I don't understand this. God, this doesn't make any sense. Uh, I, I'm doing what, what I'm supposed to. I'm trying to go at the pace you've called me to. And here I am in this place, and it just doesn't seem to make any sense. And I think a lot of times we just focus on why we're in that situation rather than getting up. And I wonder if some of you have settled in a certain place, have allowed yourself not to grow, allowed yourself not to step into the plan that God has for you and not move to the place where God wants you to bring. Rather than doing that, I think a lot of times we've just settled. Like that burrito or quesadilla that was sitting in this couch didn't belong there, was never supposed to be there ever, but it was, it was there. It even started to take shape for the place that it was in. It didn't belong there, but it started to look like it belonged there. And I wonder if some of you have, are in a place where you know you don't belong here, but you've just started to settle right here. You started to look around and think, okay, I'm just going to adjust, all right? Clearly, I can't win. Clearly, I can't get through this. And we just get, to get in this place so often thinking, God, why is this happening? We don't focus on getting up. We don't focus on what God's trying to do. We, we just focus on, God, I, I'm mad right now. God, I don't get this. I, I can't get up. This doesn't make any sense. I set out to do what you've called me to do. And uh, so often we, we just stay right there. And, and I just believe so strongly that one of the greatest weapons that God has given us is the ability to choose to be joyful in, in those moments. Ability to find a little bit of what God is doing in your life at that moment. 
And I wonder what would happen if you started to look at your life and didn't think, God, why is this happening? But God, what are you trying to do? God, what, why? Are, why? I, I don't understand why, but God, would you show me how I can get through this? God, would you show me what you're teaching me? God, would you show me as I anchor myself in you, as I choose to seek you, choose to read the Bible, choose to pray, choose to worship in this moment? God, would you show me what to do? One of our greatest strengths and probably one of the least access things that God gives us is actually to choose that joy in that moment. God, I'm going to lift you up regardless of what's going on. I really believe this, that if we chose to live with the joy that God has called us to live, I think we would be unstoppable. I think, I think about that, that same idea of that person walking in the room. Walls just seem to come down when joy is entered into the situation. I think in the same way, I think as you look at what's going on in your life, you look at this impossible situation, I think that as you choose to have joy in what's going on, I think that God will begin to move in ways that you didn't think were possible. I've just seen this over and over in my life where I've allowed this, this pain to keep me down. I've allowed what's gone on to keep me from living out the life that God has called me to live. And I've just settled. I've just made shape to what's ever happened, to whatever's going on, to whatever mistake I made. And I just keep myself from, from stepping into the plan that God has for me. 